Hey, this is Sailor. Welcome to another episode of Metal Rock and Whiskey. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Good evening, Sailor. Hello. Hello there. So we're back again, getting back into the swing of things after our hiatus. uh, Uh We did our overkill shows and... We're here tonight to, to do something very special, but we're we're not going to talk about that yet. We're not going to talk about that yet. Oh, First, I want to talk about the flipping bracket challenge that once again was giving me daily heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, you have to be happy God. with the results. You have to be happy with the results. It was kind of like a Sophie's Choice situation. Like, yes. I'm glad my daughter's alive, but my son is dead. Awesome. Considering what happened with the first one, it could have been a lot worse. Oh yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> no, I was I was I yeah. was happy with the final result. I will yeah. admit. I'd rather have Sophie's choice than no choice. So. Truth. Yeah. Well, Chris Cornell won the took the whole thing. We had a lot of really choice uh, arguments and discussions. My favorite is all the um, Robert Plant people that are like, "Well, he's awesome." Okay, sure. Fine, but why would he win over this person? Because he's the best. Okay, but why? What are his merits? Because he's the greatest. Because Led Zeppelin, blah but blah 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 blah. What? What are? What are? What? What are you basing this on? Like yeah. what? What the hell? Um. Yeah. They know what they like. Led Zeppelin was good because of the sum of their parts, not just because of him. He I was. Mean, he was a cog in the wheel. Yeah, I, he yeah. was a fantastic frontman. Yeah. You, you, I mean. He's legendary. Yeah, we and can't so take that people, away from him. He no, was, so many. As a but, matter of uh, fact, like there is so much Robert Plant in in what Chris Cornell did, especially early on. So, you know, we're not taking anything away from anyone in these, except maybe for a few people that showed up in some of the brackets. But um, a few things that pissed me off were I'll have to I have to say that I'm a little disappointed in some of our followers because the ladies really did not get the respect they deserved throughout this entire challenge. That fucking pisses me off. But, you know. Agreed. There you have it. So, let's not do one of those for a while, because I hate them. (laughs) We'll give you You, plenty of time to recover. I hate them. I need, yes, I need some some time to hospitalize myself and then do some recovery. (laughs) I just love how, how Ozzy beat Robert Plant by one vote in like the last 30 minutes of the poll. <laughs> I think that was so much so. I had to break it down to like, I had to go like three decimal places over like to put the results in. It was like 50.457%. <laughs> God, I laughed. I laughed so hard. I fucking hate that. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> screw the bracket challenge. So happy they're over. <laughs> Um, so what do we got going on? Schools back in session and what most of the country, I guess these days. I mean, I guess in a few years, school is just going to start and like the week after school lets out. I don't know. <laughs> there'll, there'll be no breaks. There'll be, yeah, there'll be no breaks. Year. Awesome. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, the show tonight. Oh man. If I hold it together through even 60% of the show, I'm going to be really proud of myself because I, <laughs> I, I think we're all going to lose it a lot. 60%. <laughs> that, um, that's pushing it. That is pushing it. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> let's get into tonight's topic. But first, 
here is a little snippet of something coming up for my listeners and friends. This is called Love on the Rocks. It is all about us basically nerding out, geeking out on cocktails, on spirits, on all things alcohol-related, and more. And the history of those things as well. We want to defeat the evils of prohibition, bring back the good old drinks, and really just empower people to feel confident that like, not only when you go up to a bar, you can order what you want, but also for our bartenders out there who feel like they don't have the tools or resources There are a lot of cocktail podcasts out there. Of course, we know you could be listening to so many of them with people who are well-known and famous and maybe cooler than us. I don't know. We want everyone to understand that the fanciest of cocktails, really, you can make it. Mm -hmm. You can drink it. You can understand it. Four parts passion, two parts history. One dash of sarcasm, one pinch of recipes, one drop of questionable advice. This is Love on the Rocks. I'm Sailor. And I'm Kayla. Welcome to the show. Okay. Um, welcome back, everyone. As Sailor was alluding to, we have quite the topic tonight <laughs> on our plates. Indeed we do. <clears throat> Tonight's topic is the band Guar. Ah! Possibly, yes, <laughs> yes. Be afraid. <laughs> Be very afraid. Very afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly one of the most interesting bands. That's a good good word, I guess. Yep. That we've ever covered on the show to date. And this show will not be without a battle, of course. Um, we will put two Guar albums against each other. Scumdogs of the Universe against We Kill Everything. have a guest with us tonight, a very special guest, my dear friend, a rather clever lady who is also a teacher, goddess bless you, <laughs> and yes. my book editor, I don't know how the hell she puts up with me, <laughs> please welcome Lori to the show. Hey, hey. Thank you, welcome, thank Lori. you. <laughs> thank you. I am so excited to have you here, and you are our fresh perspective tonight. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so, Lori had not heard Guar before this, so um, I wanted someone that wasn't really in the metal community that would have a, you know, a, yes, a very new and fresh perspective on listening to them. So, Lori has listened to them just today, right? Yes, just Watch today. The videos and yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, Lori. <laughs> I'm can't. sorry, Lori. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> See, this, this is we why she's such a good this, friend. <laughs> this isn't a normal show, just so you know. <laughs> sure, sure. You're yeah. right. <laughs> well, it's filthy and disgusting, so I approve. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Lori, I think you should give a shout out to your brother. Oh, Oh, Michael TJ. <laughs> or TJ? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, TJ is probably the one who should be here, not me. But um, <laughs> I get to take his spot. Uh-oh. So <laughs> I guess TJ's going to be on next. Yep. 
<laughs> Book it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we get into this insane topic, um, we are going to talk about dranks, right, Matt? We are going to talk about drinks because, after all, it is metal rock and whiskey. Uh, so we usually start off by going around the room and uh, finding out what everyone has in their glass tonight. And uh, who wants to start us off? I think Sailor should start us off, actually. Me? Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Well, I am drinking something very, very, very special that you cannot get anywhere in the Northwest. It was sent to me by the distillery. Um, they are wonderful people, and um, I'm going to be trying to help them uh, to bring it out here. It is one of my favorites. Dun, da, da. Oh, Maddie, can you read that? Yes, it is Balcones Baby Blue. La la. Corn, very nice. It yes. is Balcones ph- again. Phenomenal, of course. Yes. I mean, yes. you know, when they send you a million bottles for free. And yeah, you teach classes on it just because you love it. You got to talk about it. I guess you got to give them a few weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, talk, yeah. talk about them for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, um, this is a distillery out of Waco, Texas. And by the way, I don't know about you guys, but I still, every time I hear Waco, I can't, I know it's a completely different, it's a, I think it's a city now, considered a city, but um, I lived in Texas for a very short period of time, gosh, back in 2005, I think. And Waco was still like just some kind of, I think it was still struggling to get past its historic moment. What do we call it? Like tragic moment? The whole Koresh situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole Koresh situation. <laughs> that whole moment. kind of like Roswell, New Mexico. You can't think about Roswell, New Mexico anymore without thinking of UFOs. True. Every time I hear Waco, I think that. Yeah, yeah I think about yeah. this crazy cult leader and the insanity that happened and the standoff on live television. So I, 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 my heart goes out to the people in Waco that are still <laughs> trying to like... You know, don't think about that. It's like um, known for more than just that. Yes. Um, the who's the couple? What the hell are their names? They have one of the HGTV design shows. They're in Waco. Jo- so, Joanna and Chip. Chip. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. So yeah, you. I mean, it's it it it's got some great restaurants and bars, and now a wonderful distillery like. Uh, one of the top craft craft distilleries in the country and the first to distill in Texas since Prohibition. Uh, so th- what I'm drinking tonight is made with 100% hoppy blue corn, um, and they do double copper pot distillation. Um, it's not chill filtered. It is phenomenal. I don't know what in the hell they do to their whiskey. You know those distilleries where everything they make just has the little magic in it. And then there's some mm-hmm. distilleries where you're like, well, I don't love their entire portfolio, but I love, you know, this and this from them. I feel like I, I just love everything they do. And this is no different. Um, the nose is you get a lot of um, really, it's very soft. This, this expression uh, vanilla and um, almost like burnt sugar and banana. So maybe like a caramelized banana with uh a little bit of, you get a little bit of like a, a nice campfire in there. Not smokiness, but the smell of the burning wood. 
like two different scents for me. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's got a great viscosity to it. It tastes like it smells, and then you get like baked apples in there, and spices, and butter, and um, just a little hint of spice. It's just unbelievably delicious, and it's candy. That's what I get from it. Just candy, almost and like so, a ribbon candy. And so I know you can attest to this, but you know, for the listeners, pot distillation is such a different, completely different ballgame than column distillation. So much harder. Uh, yes. So much more work that goes into it, but I think that you reap the rewards so much better, and you get so much more out of pot distillation than you do of a regular column distillation. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay more in the end, but I yeah. think that because yeah, it's not efficient. There. Yeah, it's not an efficient way to distill. Um, it is a historic way to distill, um, and you know you're gonna work twice as hard for for less liquid, but. Um, and, you know, a lot of distilleries cannot keep up with production, with uh, pot distillation, um, you know, when, once they get to a certain point. And so you'll find that they'll use a column for their uh, flagships and just keep the pots for, you know, reserve spirits and stuff. It depends. You know, it all depends. Yeah, I found myself going back to that Willet pot still uh, bourbon I got. That's so weird, though. That's, their pot uh, still is not a traditional pot still yeah it's like no. the it's no the shape was made for oh shit was it made for cognac what was it made for matt do you remember i wasn't think it was made, cognac it was cognac it wasn't, it wasn't made for whiskey hmm, yeah interesting whiskey. yeah whatever i it, it's good stuff i keep going back to it and i no, it is good it's like definitely it more more. yeah it's definitely yeah. good stuff um yeah a, a column distillation and a pot still a pot still distillation, they, they taste very different. What happens in your pot still is you retain so much more flavor, so much more. Um, so it is far superior. It's just a matter of it being efficient and being able to keep up with demand. So, mm. you know, great job, Balcone. Thank you I for love that you. lesson. Yes. All right. Who's so next? Everybody speak up at once. Me? <laughs> I'll go. You go. <laughs> I picked up a new bottle recently, um, and it wasn't too long after I picked this up, I found out that it is actually a discontinued <gasps> item, so I'm kind of glad I picked it up. Um, it's an old Ezra 7-year, 101-proof bourbon. Oh. That's been discontinued, um, really? That's what I heard. I heard that they basically replaced it with the barrel-proof 7-year. Oh. But anyway, this is um, produced, it's bottled by Luxco, and it's, um, I heard that it was sourced from Heaven Hill. Um, it doesn't say on the bottle, but that's what I read on the internet, so it must be true. Um, <laughs> but I have, I have a little beef with the labeling on here, because on the front it says, quote, Distilled and aged in Kentucky by Ezra Brooks Distilling, Louisville, Kentucky. So what would that lead you to believe? Wait, say that again. Distilled and aged? Distilled and aged in Kentucky by Ezra Brooks Distilling, Louisville, Kentucky, USA. Well, I would assume it's a bottled in bond, but I guess it's not. If you turn it... No, because it's 101 proof, not 100. Oh, true. But if you turn on the back, it says... Distilled and aged in Kentucky, period. 
bottled <laughs> by Ezra Brooks Distilling Company, comma, St. Louis, Missouri. What? Oh, figure fuck that, that one out. Yeah, you got a gripe. No, that's maybe that's why it's discontinued. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have a choice. Because that's some bullshit right there. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, the mash, misleading. Uh, no I was <laughs> from what I read, the mash bill is supposedly seventy eight percent corn, ten percent rye. You're saying supposedly now. <laughs> yeah. Everything is gonna be Everything supposedly. supposedly <laughs> yeah. And twelve percent malted barley. Char level three. Um, and it was charcoal filtered or charcoal mellowed, as it says on the bottle. Um, so anyway, that's that's paper stuff. But uh, now down to the taste. When I actually, I'll nose it first. On the nose, it's very sweet. So I, I'm guessing that it is a high high uh, corn content in here. Very sweet with notes of caramel, toasted marshmallow, and butterscotch. Um, but now on the palate, it's completely different. It's not very complex. Mm. Um, it's surprisingly dry. Um, I get cinnamon, I get oak and, um, it's fairly bitter without being too unpleasant. Um, now the finish is, it's a medium to long finish and it's just got a lingering charcoal flavor afterwards. So. Overall, you know, I've had better, but I've had worse. And um, I think I've had... Larceny! <laughs> I've paid $30 for this bottle, but that to me... That's $30 a, too much. Yeah, that's a bit on the high side. I wouldn't complain too much if I paid, like, maybe, I don't know, $15 $16. or 16 <laughs> yeah. like the, uh, yeah. our uh, Evan Williams bottled in bond. Yep, exactly. Which I think is a much superior... Hell was, yeah! But and you know, uh, and you know where that's made. You and know bottled. exactly yeah, where it's made, who's made yes. it, what's going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, I've never been an Ezra thing. fan at all. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Not into it. Garbage. So, what is our guest of honor drinking? If she's drinking anything, um, I have the um illustrious job of picking up my daughter from work here soon so i'm not drinking (laughs) since i have to go out and drive how boring sensible yeah sensible responsible yes (laughs) we'll let it go this time (laughs) that's fair that's fair it's all meredith's fault it is meredith's fault that's i'm gonna have a shirt made it's just meredith's fault it's meredith's fault <laughs> and then she'll it have a shirt you, that says, it's, it's my mom's fault. fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In that voice, though, like it's my mom's fault. But she'll say Lori. She won't, she won't say my mom. And she mom. better not. Yeah, she'll say Lori. She'll, she'll say, say, say your name to Sailor. Sailor made my mom do it. There, that sounds about right. <laughs> Matt, what about you? I'm drinking good old Buffalo Trace. Nice. Yes. Mash bill number one. Good old Buffalo Trace. Um, I've never actually, like, I've had, it's weird now because I don't know how it is by you, Sailor, or by you, Ed, but this is scarcely available here in Florida. Oh, it's really? readily available here in Illinois. Uh, out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, scarcely, like, one case we get maybe every three months oh. where I work. Yeah. Weird. Like, like, as scarce as, like, Blanton's would be oh, that's um, so weird. yeah 
So, you know, other than having it, you know, at a bar when it was readily available, um, you know, in New Jersey, I've never actually owned a bottle of it. So I'm, I'm happy to say that I actually bought a bottle of it. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it, I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, you know, a lot of, lot of caramel, uh, some burnt sugar, a little bit of maple syrup notes on it. On the sweeter side, uh, but just an easy sipper, and it's twenty seven bucks. I mean, you can't beat it. it. Used to be one of my house bourbons. Yeah. So I, in Ohio, yeah. we used to be able to get it soup. I mean, that's one thing I'll say about Ohio is easy to get bourbon and for cheap. So it was definitely one of my house bourbons. I love that stuff. Hard to find out here. Yeah, it's about twenty two bucks here. But everything um, out here is hard to find. And you can find it at the grocery store or yeah. uh, wherever. Yeah, it's but, incredible uh, because but, you know. I, yeah, it, it's a bummer, too, because I'm not that big of a fan of it. You know, I tried it years ago. I went Try through it. it again. I, I, I swore it off. I said, Try never buying this again. I tried it again. Oh, flash forward, you know, two, three years later, I tried it again. Still was not a fan. Like, OK, I gave so it to you. Just you don't like Buffalo Trace Mashable number one because you don't like Eagle Rare either. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Although that bottle was funky. No, I I did yeah. find I did drink someone else's bottle of Eagle Rare that I did like. See? Okay. Interesting. Hey, you know what I just thought about too? Matt, remember the discussion about the peanut butter whiskey? How can I forget? So this shit keeps following <laughs> me. So I'm, I'm at a bar here in Spokane the other night, one of my accounts, and the bartender goes, look at this stuff. And it's that fucking peanut butter whiskey. I'm like, why is this shit following me? It's so, a sign sailor. I, when I, po- I, I posted that picture on Instagram the other night. I was so drunk <laughs> when I posted that. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? I am not ashamed. I'm like, I put the picture up. I'm like, judge me. Go what ahead. Did, I, did I respond to it? I feel no, like but, I, uh, I would have shamed uh, the Chris, fuck out of Chrissy you. Chrissy did. Chrissy uh. wrote. There. <laughs> it's like no with like all exclamation points and stuff it is the most garbage most gar i, I made robin was with me and i made him taste it the bartender game it is fucking disgusting i don't know how you drink that garbage <laughs> it literally like i i was like swallowing it and gagging at the same time sometimes you just want something sweet i guess i, I guess know. when you're really drunk <laughs> I did find another uh, screwball fan on Instagram, and I immediately tagged Matt. See, there's two of us out there. (laughs) How do you? I don't. I. You know what pisses? Here's the whole thing with it. If that was a liqueur, I wouldn't give a shit. I'd be like, oh, that's smart. A peanut butter liqueur. You can make some cool drinks with that. Fine. Don't fucking call it whiskey. That's what pisses me off about that product. It's not whiskey. That's not whiskey. You're not (laughs) distilling peanuts. Right. Moving on. <laughs> Moving okay. on. Let's listen to let's listen to some fucking guar for a minute. All right, here you go. This is my ode to the peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> Let's talk about the subject of the night. Guar. <laughs> or guar. It's not, peanut, it's not peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Suck in my teeth. All right. 
So, Guar is an American metal band formed in Richmond, Virginia in 1984. So, the band is composed of a constant rotating lineup of musicians, artists, filmmakers, and they're known as the Slave Pit Incorporated. Um, the band, interestingly, always had at least one founding member in it until the death sadly, of their frontman and lead singer Dave Brockie in 2014. But the band has continued without any of its founding members, um, and they've always been guar to me. I think that was kind of the uh, genius of the band. But let's go on the Wayback Machine first. Yeah, I think that's so cool that they just rotated musicians like that. It's like a theater group, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it works. Yeah. It does work. Um, yeah, so Dave Brockie, who we mentioned before, was the vocalist and bassist uh, for a punk band named Death Piggy. <laughs> I fucking love that name. <laughs> I want a t-shirt. I want a death. If anybody out there has a death. Find us a Death Piggy t-shirt. Please, yes. So I can add it to my collection. <laughs> so, so Death Piggy actually... Um, they staged some like mini plays, I guess, and used rather inappropriate props to underline themes in their music. Man, would I have loved to see that. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> so uh, Dave Brockie actually met Hunter Jackson, um, also known as Techno Destructive. And uh, Chuck Varga, Sexecutioner, That's as he favorite. came to be known, <laughs> uh, when they were attending Virginia Commonwealth University at the time. It's hard to imagine any of these guys in college, but it's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> they had set up the Slave Pit, a production space for Scumdogs of the Universe, a movie they intended to make. Jackson would actually create props for Death Piggy to use on stage. Brocky had an idea to use the costumes made for Scumdogs of the Universe and have Death Piggy open for itself one night as a barbaric band from Antarctica playing... <laughs> Playing nonsensical <laughs> songs while sacrificing fake animals. <laughs> Wait a minute, let's fucking plastic. Exactly. Like, okay. Like, how genius is that, right? Let's make up a fake band to open for our real band. Yeah. I wonder if it was because they couldn't get anybody to open for them. I don't so think so. Like, I think no. We'll just I make a band. I don't think so because of the history of this band. They've been very calculated in everything they do and just genius ideas, I think. I think. So the name of this fake quote unquote group was Guar. Some L's and G's and H's. What's that? So Anyway, guess what? The real band, Death Piggy, all of a sudden, <laughs> they began noticing that more people were coming to see Guar <laughs> and leaving as soon as they were done. Well, the group knew what they, they knew what they had to do. Um, so after some refinements, they shortened the band's name, thank God, and boom, we give you Guar. Oh my god, so good. I don't know how I would feel like the fake band we made is more popular than the real <laughs> They said like people were leaving the show too after the fake band opening. Yeah, right. Was, uh, like it's amazing. <laughs> All right. So lots of lineup changes. If you're a fan, you would know some of the most, you know, famous original members like <laughs> 
Flatus <laughs> Maximus. Beefcake, the mighty, and Nippolis Erectus. <laughs> Take that, rat the mighty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh god, so good. So, all right, in uh, '88, <laughs> Danielle Stampy, um, alias Silmenstra Hyman, <laughs> joined the band. I can't even see. I'm laughing so hard. I'm crying. Um, she joined the band as the first full-time female member of Guar, and um. Went on the first U.S. tour to support their debut debut album, Hell O. That's like Jello, J E L L O. H E L L O. That's where Bill Cosby lives now. Yeah. Yes. Oh. oh man. Like Hello. One point for Sailor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh Christ. So she toured consistently with the band until 2000 um, and inspired other females throughout the history of the band to join and follow in her footsteps. Yo, you know that out of all of them, she had to be the most badass of all of them because to impress those guys. Yeah. Be <laughs> the have... Her stories later. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of the album, Hello. It was considered a crossover thrash metal punk rock album released in 1988. Moreland Changes came in the early 90s, and then they headed into the studio to the record their second album, Scum Dogs of the Universe. It actually had some mainstream success, and then enter Metal Blade as their new label. They toured extensively for this album and then released the video movie thing that they did live from <laughs> from Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Yes. Way before Metallica played Antarctica. <laughs> I just wanted to note that. Uh, it was re- it was released by VHS tape in July of 1990. The video for the song Sick of You was on this tape, which beca- became very popular. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, very popular. I had friends who had this tape. Yeah, and to say that this band was controversial does not even begin to describe it. Uh, For example, on September 18th, 1990, a day that will live in infamy, (laughs) Brocky wore his quote-unquote cuttlefish of Cthulhu codpiece during a gig in Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, he was arrested for it, and the band was banned from playing in North Carolina for an entire year. How can you get banned for wearing a cod piece? What the fuck? Arrested. In North Carolina, where they were still flying the Confederate flag. <laughs> and you're, but, but a cod piece. No, no, no. Slavery. Scandalous. Cool. Cod <laughs> Clutch. piece. Bad. Clutch and pearls. It's like, where were you on September 18th, 1990? We all remember. I was banning myself. <laughs> <laughs> so um because i had not been exposed to guar previously um and i started watching some of the videos so i um hit the googles and um started looking around and um there's this great story that scum dogs of the universe was originally released through this uk label before being picked up by metal blade in 1991 so then they were looking for a larger label, and in that search, they auditioned for this other label called Relativi- Relativi- Relativity, easy for me to say, English teacher, by the way, um, Relativity Records, 
this label was one of the larger independent heavy metal labels at the time. So um, the group failed their audition. <laughs> failed in air quotes. <laughs> failed in air quotes their audition. And here's why. And it's my favorite, most favorite story ever. So they they arrived in, in costume, which y'all, their costumes. They barely were, fit through. I don't know how they fit through doors oh, in them. It's fantastic. It <laughs> um, looks like they're like cosplaying at like Dragon Con or something. Um so anyway, so they arrive in costume and Slimanester Hyman, which was <laughs> so great to say, broke this blood capsule that she kept into My her codpiece on one of the office chairs <laughs> because she was trying to like simulate menstruation, as you do. On the office chair, as you do. Right, as you do. Like I said, she piece. was the most badass of all of them. <laughs> all of I them. know that's how I got my last job is I was like, you know what I'll do? I'm going to dress up in a costume and I'm going to break a blood capsule on the chair and be like, oh, my God, I started my period. Um, anyway, so the label, I know you guys are going to be shocked to hear this, but the label apparently was like, no, thank you. <laughs> what, a, what a bunch of lists. <laughs> oh, what a great story. And I bet you they regretted it. Soon oh, enough. my gosh. That's awesome. That's so good. All right, so this fucking band, they recorded their their third album, America Must Be Destroyed, inspired by the Charlotte, North Carolina incident, (laughs) and released it in 1992. The album was accompanied by the now famous movie, Phallus in Wonderland, (laughs) (laughs) which now... The now infamous movie. The now infamous. <laughs> it documented the main concept. <laughs> that movie did not document shit. <laughs> okay. I was- wanted to poke my <laughs> eyes out. It was yeah. supposed to document the main concept. It had some views of the band and the album. It had some music videos. Oh. Um Listen, motherfuckers, it was <laughs> nominated for a Grammy Award no. in 1993. No. Uh, yeah. So hats off to those decision makers that year. <laughs> they must have gone with taking acid or something. It's, it's like, how many long form music videos were there oh, in 1993? It, it, okay, oh, can we. Phallus in Wonderland is the best name ever, first of all. First of all, yes. Yeah. When when I was told just watch Phallus in Wonderland, I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell am I doing? It sounds like a porn." <laughs> yeah, it does. And why is it not? I mean, um, Edward Penis Hands and Phallus in Wonderland—they <laughs> go together really well, I think. I tell you, it would be much better as porn. I think. <laughs> oh, could you imagine a guar porn? Oh my god! Oh no! I, I didn't know. I don't even film. want my mind to go there. <laughs> All right, let's back it up. Back I'll it up. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> there, it's been done. Have you, have oh you no! Have you guys seen the movie Mandy? No. No. Good. No. Don't fucking see please it. don't make don't, us watch another movie. No, don't see it. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm being serious. It, it disturbed me. It's one of those movies that will be with me for the rest of my life. I'm so sorry that I saw it, but the bad guys look like fucking guar but for real like with real legit costumes and they i don't know oh god for those of you that have seen mandy you know exactly what i'm talking about 
they they like they do very bad things sexually to people. I'll just Man, I'm just gonna leave it there. So for those yeah. of you that have seen like, Mandy, we'll, we'll pass around our therapist numbers. Yes, please. We'll I, yeah. I, I, I watched most of the movie from behind a blanket, and I wish I wouldn't have seen. It's that. like this movie's okay with Sailor, but not the other one. <laughs> well, I didn't Dude. say. Well, anyway, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along to. Forgive me, listeners. I have to like wipe my nose and my eyes because I'm laughing so hard. Okay, moving on to their next album, <laughs> This Toilet Earth. <laughs> and I then, think it should be This Toilet, comma. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Ragnarok, then Carnival of Chaos, and then We Kill Everything was released in 1999. But wait, before we move past the album, this toilet earth <laughs> how could you just skim past that there's a huge controversy surrounding b d f the song that refers to subjects like you know sodomy necrophilia prenatal rape pedophilia and mutilation par for the course for them you know those light subjects. Yeah, yeah. no biggie yikes and then in 1994, the music videos for Sodom Agogo, and I don't mean Sodom and Gomorrah, I mean like Sodom Hussein, Sodom Agogo, and The Road Behind were on Beavis and Butthead. Guar was officially now mainstream. <laughs> okay, so that is how I, the only reason I knew about Guar was was from their appearances on Beavis and Butthead. Other than that, I had no exposure to Guar at all before this. Of course, that's how you would know about them. Ed, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> well, after their mainstream success, and I use that word very lately, um... This period in time is when many feel the band began actually straying from their trademark sound, moving toward more experimental songs as opposed to the punk sound of Hello and thrash sound of Scumdogs of the Universe. Actually, did you guys know that Guar was asked to produce a showcase space at Microsoft's Judgment Day event for Halloween in 1995? Uh, can you imagine what no. the fuck that was like? <laughs> What if you didn't know? What if you just like went to this like big event and there's like it's like I think it was like different tents and each there were like different showcases of like bands or like it was like a mini haunted house or something. Imagine you walk into fucking Guar when you don't know who they are. Oh, who's and it was this, like uh, the, the planet scum dog. Well, yeah. if you like, want to make something creepy, I guess <laughs> they're the. They're the band to go to. They're the oh, right to do it. that's funny you mentioned that, Matt, because for the longest time, whenever I would see their name in print, I always thought it was G-War. <laughs> G-War? G-War. G-War. G-War? What? Okay. <laughs> I mean, sure, why not? Because what the fuck is a guar? Who knows? Right. Anyway. So, yeah, and they were actually also in a video game that uh, Circuit City... Advertised in 1996. Oh, I remember Circuit that City. commercial. Rest in peace. Yeah. Circuit R.I.P. Circuit Even City. I remember that. Yep. I remember that commercial, and for a minute, being like, "Was that Guar? Or is that like I don't? I didn't keep up with video games at that point anymore. I was like, "What the fuck was that? I don't know." Okay. okay. Yeah. So 
anyway, right around that time, it was um, after the release of Carnival of Chaos, a couple of the band members appeared on the Jerry Springer show, as they would. Um, (laughs) They were there to discuss the growing trend of shock rock. They were also on the Joan Rivers show, for those of you old enough to remember. Was it actually a growing trend at that time? Yes. In it was a great nineties. Yeah, because you had um Marilyn well, like Manson, Marilyn Manson. Okay, that's White like, Zombie. Okay. They were all zombie. considered all right. yeah. the yeah. Howard Stern show was like, you know, he the was shock the shock jocks. Yeah, the shock jock DJ. Like that yeah, it was totally a yeah, trend. Because like Manson was the only one I could think of. Well, uh, I just don't think zombie. that's would yeah. be shocking right now, so it's hard to think about what was shocking back then. I you just know. thought it was ironic on the Jerry Springer show where he was asking them like about them disrespecting women or whatever. And it was like, from the dude, are guy. you retarded? <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me from the guy that perpetuates the well, fucking, the guy, well, and the guy who wrote the, the bad check to the prostitute in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not God. to shame sex workers. I'm just saying he didn't respect her enough to pay her. So, well, indeed. And, and <laughs> what prostitute takes a check by the way? Well, he was the mayor. He was the mayor of Cincinnati at the time. So, I mean, see what happens. You think you can trust the mayor of Cincinnati? (laughs) I mean, check bounces. What the fuck, yo? (laughs) Well, we we won't we won't uh, get go down that rabbit hole of the Jerry Springer show. It's probably one of the worst things that's ever happened to this to the human race culturally. Oh, their their appearance on Joan Rivers was interesting though because I, that I she liked. seemed she seemed to get what they were doing. Of course, she's Joan um, Rivers, and like she was like, and it's almost like as she was like, "Do people get you?" And they're like, basically like cutting her off, like yeah. we're aliens from yeah. the planet Cholesterol. We don't know what you're talking about. And I thought that was great. <laughs> I love when they give her the they give her the hand and she's like, "I'll make a lamp out of it." <laughs> <laughs> and then she asked them, how far are you guys going to go? And they said, Cleveland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was so great is that she was considered shocking when she came out. Yes. As because yeah. she talked about things that women weren't supposed to talk about. I mean, oh, God, her like if you <clears throat> ever want to read a really interesting life story, <laughs> definitely read about Joan Rivers and you would. Oh my God, the shit that she suffered. She was one tough broad and funny as fuck. But her, I loved her interviewing them. Um, mm-hmm. Here's a snippet of that, actually. Today, we are going to meet a band that's been described by their manager as a cross between Kiss, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, the World Rest- Wrestling Foundation, and The Simpsons. To me, they really look like the uh, t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles of, on LSD, but the name is War. And wherever they perform, thousands of kids flock to their concerts hoping to be dragged on stage and sprayed with blood. I mean, the whole thing, I don't get it. Anyhow, they have a new videotape and an album called uh, Scum Dogs. (laughs) Here's one I'm going to win again. Scum Dogs of the Universe. Thank God it's out. Will you please welcome? (laughs) What is going on in your concert? You throw blood out of the audience, right? You throw... dismembered limbs in theory right this this all goes on during the concerts right yeah, yeah. what what is your philosophy 
behind all this? Well, basically, we view the human race as scum. We are indeed from another planet, you know, and human beings we see as food, dogs so much, to be destroyed on stage, en masse. Right. Yes. They do not uh, dislike this, rather they throw themselves gleefully into the jaws of death. Yes, yes. That's right. It, it's sort of a uh, microcosm of the entire human condition, if you will. Indeed. They I line up what to the die. hell you're talking about. Let me... <laughs> Not in the region, it's okay. Everywhere you look nowadays, you look on TV, you see people being run over by tanks, people being beaten by the police, people starving, uh, new sexual diseases. Obviously, the human race is in love with self-destruction. We are only satisfying a consumer need. Suddenly you're becoming huge. What about children coming to your shows? You throw blood, not real blood, I hope. Oh, of course it's real blood. What are you talking about? No, we, no, no, seriously. No, no, seriously. Everyone who comes to our show is ground up, and uh, after the show, they are dragged under the stage, and tiny robotic arms take the fillings out of their teeth. Yes, the yes. rest of their bodies are ground into guar dog food. Not, they, not a drop is wasted. Where is guar, by the way? That's where you come from, or that's the name of the group, or both? No, the, the place where we come from. Well, Beefcake, what planet are you from again? Well, I'm from the planet Cholesterol. It's, uh... <laughs> I am from the planet Scumdogia, in the center of the universe, far past Uranus. How far are you guys going to go? Cleveland. <laughs> we have the Cleveland people here. We have the Cleveland people here. Thank you very much. Right? She's fucking hilarious, hilarious. the way she introduced And wait, like you said, Sailor, she was one of those early envelope pushers. She pushed the envelope. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. she fucking did she you did hear her big time. diss yeah. Sally Jesse Raphael? <laughs> oh, yeah. But even, I'm saying like even her early stand up that she was doing. Was oh God, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, she. I mean, mm-hmm. she was. She talked about about poop and like the censors lost their fucking minds. Like, I, I mean, <clears throat> she almost. I forget how the story goes, but one of the producers was like, "You'll never work in this town again." <laughs> And she was just like, I don't want to work in this shitty town. Fuck you. And walks away. Like, and, and then, then he curled his like, mustache at the ends and left yeah, the room. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So to sum this up, uh, the band released in total 14 studio albums. And get this, 17 video albums. Way Not before Beyonce's Lemonade. Indeed. There you go. <laughs> So, you know, I'm sure if I were to read the credits in that, she gives a shout out to Guar. Obvi. Of course. Um, <laughs> seven can you imagine? I actually can imagine. <laughs> 17 video albums. So that's like an entire album, but they're videos and 17 of them. So, uh, so they were actually nominated for two Grammys. They lost to Very Good Company. They lost to Annie Lennox and then Nine Inch Nails. That's a and great. I, oh, mm-hmm. That's I mean, a great yeah. trivia question. It's like, but what how, are Annie Lennox yes. and Nine Inch Nails have in common? How they the both think you are. How? What category are you in? Where it's Annie Lennox and she's like, why? Uh, uh, and then there's a bar. Like, oh, this goodness. toilet earth. Right? You know, what? Oh. How Back in the day, even Nine Inch Nails was pushing the envelope with some of their videos. Oh, they mm-hmm. were. Oh, yeah. Well, having the song, I Want to Fuck You Like an Animal. Yeah. And closer. If they on the mm-hmm. radio, closer. they would mm-hmm. say, yeah, they just bleeped out the fuck. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, their last album was actually released in 2017. They're still a band. They still perform live. Um, 
And I, I have a feeling, you know, as long as there's people out there that want to watch them and, oh my God, you guys, I saw them live one time in my life. It really? was something I will never forget. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know who they were, so I wasn't prepared. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Holy shit. <laughs> it's like, how much liquid did you get on you is the question. <laughs> oh, my God. I was in the back of the – I was all the way in the back because – Oh, lucky, oh, lucky well, you. Because I saw people starting to put on raincoats. And I was like, hey. and I, I grew up in the in the age of Gallagher. Yeah. I was going to say. If you, if you know who Gallagher is, if you don't, do, pause pause this. Do the Google and then come back. Okay? Okay, you're back. So if you look at the audience in the first three rows of Gallagher shows, they all have like plastic or raincoats or whatever on because he would smash uh-huh. the watermelons and it would go everywhere, right? And that was his thing. For some reason in the 70s, that was fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> so Quar's like, wait, fuck smashing watermelons. Let's just have blood go everywhere. For example, the show I was at, the nun was pregnant. Holy was impregnated by the priest and had an abortion on stage and the blood and fetus pieces were were sprayed all over the audience. Hell, in 2019, I think that that's a Vatican get-together. Fun for the entire family. (laughs) That'll be the next expose. Oh my god, that'll be the next video that Trump puts up that's like, look, this really happened. We're this is the one the liberals want. <laughs> We're not giving abortions on stage. Like, those they, nuns, they those are video. Mexican nuns. <laughs> no, they would be white nuns, but the bad hombres are the ones that <laughs> Hey, no politics on the show. Come on. Sorry. Let's go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll just say that some politicians right now are literally like putting up, like referring to videos that are fake, like banned videos, like create ridiculous, like art house shit and going, see, this really happened. And the <laughs> artists are like, it's guar. Actually, that it's just guar. <laughs> it's all guar. It's just, it's just toilet is earth. <laughs> This, yeah, toi- this toilet, this toilet, earth, this toilet earth. Sorry, this toilet earth. It's it's just Phallus <laughs> in Wonderland. It's fine. Um, so, so yeah. So I was at the live show that someone got um, sexed up the butt. I think the priest got sexed up the butt from an. <laughs> That's alien. the strangest way to say it. <laughs> I mean, I'm here I, for it. That's fine. Yeah. Sometimes I try to try to not be as crude Disgusting. as I, yeah. I am. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, not with this show, though. I think all bets are off. Uh, yeah, someone got it up the bum. And then um, the, the blood thing happened several times. The whole time I just remember being like, what is happening? What's... Because my friend sold it to me like, oh, it's like Rock- Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I'm like, oh, fun. Cool. Like, <laughs> Do we need to dress up? Like, that's what I said. And like, I'll bring the toast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, do I dress up? And he was like, well, and he just stood there for me. He goes, I don't know what you would dress up as. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? He's like, well, it's kind of like weird alien stuff. And I was like, you mean like the movie Alien? Because I was like, going to dress up like Sigourney Weaver. He's like, no, not really. <laughs> Here, just smoke this joint and we'll go get the car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and then to 
when people started putting their raincoats on in plastic, I started backing up. I'm like, uh, what's happening here? And then, <laughs> you know, when they did their theatrical stuff, there was something happening with a cage and whatever, whatever. And I think they literally said, like, this nun needs an abortion. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I literally, I ran to the back. Because everybody went forward, like they wanted to have blood splattered. At least they prepared you for it. (laughs) They could have just gone right into it. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah, I'll never forget that. I thought they sounded like shit, but I don't think anybody cared. Like people, I don't think the music is the point. (laughs) No, definitely not the point. crowd was nuts about them i mean absolutely nuts and there were several things i will say my friend was kind of correct about the rocky horror thing that sometimes the the guys would like lift up a sword and say some shit and the whole crowd would say it back like some of their alien trope Mm -hmm. word you know i don't even i don't know there were like certain things they would say and the crowd would answer back and i was just like oh okay but I think I made it halfway through the show, and then I was like, I'm out of here. It was just so, it was so weird. I was pretty young, but it was fucking weird. I'm glad I got to see them, though. So, you know, there's my, there's my Guar story. It was like last week she went. <laughs> I was so young. And I was so young. They came to Spokane, Washington, you know. The honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, that was mine and Robin's honeymoon. That's what, that's what we did. We we got matching plastic suits and (laughs) I knew it and uh, and and went to a guar show. Yeah, great. So blood sprayed hmm. out of your bouquet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. (sighs) You'd know that if you went to a guar show, like right from getting married, like you would be like they would. Do something where you'd be part of that show. Absolutely, like, you know that. Yes, like, of course. Yes. If you showed yeah, up like, in like, your wedding yeah. clothes, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. But they would ruin my dress. <laughs> <laughs> your plastic right. dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that is the story of Guar, um, for our purposes. And uh, next week we are going to battle these two illustrious albums against each other. And um, we'll see who reigns supreme when we come to war. <laughs> Can't even keep us. We'll see if we can hold it together. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't believe I haven't peed my pants yet. This is, this is amazing. There's still one more week of this, so it can still happen. <laughs> oh, that would be pretty apropos. The first show, I finally peed my pants, and it was Guar. <laughs> Make Should a have been wearing plastic pants. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, plastic undies. Thanks, Lori. Yeah, anytime. Perfect. I'm just gonna get me some depends. <laughs> or those the what are they called? The pull ups. I guess those the same as depends. Yeah. Pull up. You you might be able to fit into those. I don't know. Pull ups. <laughs> the little plastic training pants that kids used to wear. You know, in the or 70s when I was a kid. Oh, in the 70s, yes. I had some of those, too. Yes, those little plastic training pants. That Those would be perfect. 
I mean, I think the point of those was to make sure that before you even peed your pants, you were so uncomfortable that the thought of peeing your pants was... <laughs> think just, of the chafe factor. Plastic <laughs> pants. I remember I was riding my tricycle and it was... Oh, shit. I came back and I was like, my butt hurts. My mom was like, oh my God, I have this rash. Well, yeah, it's Florida. It's 80,000 degrees and I'm wearing legitimate plastic pants. She said the chafe factor. What did she say? It's so shocking. Your kid in plastic underwear. And that's the story of how I was born a boy but became a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, plastic pants in Florida. <laughs> Half of the people are not going to know what the fuck. <laughs> oh my god, sailor trans! I didn't know. That's that hey, no idea, you guys. <laughs> I was not actually born a boy, although my mother seems to think I <laughs> that's a different. But that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> One she usually only tells the Guar therapist. Matt, save us. <laughs> hey, when your mother looks at a picture of me, Ed's, pull, Ed's pulling the pin. Ed's throwing up the, uh, the player. Right now. <laughs> Ed's on the boat, lost at sea. SOS. Well, non abortions, plastic pants. Sailor's trans, what the fuck? <laughs> I've done my job as a guest. You're welcome. Uh, this is what happens when I have guests on that know me too well. Exactly. And they all okay. know you too. <laughs> I did this to myself. Well, thanks for sticking around, <sighs> listeners. <laughs> is there anybody still listening? <laughs> I don't know. All two of you. Just dead airway. <laughs> Uh, we hope you enjoyed that discussion as much as Those we did. Can't reach the button to pause and it as or you turn can it tell, off. we laughed our ass off throughout the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Metal Rock Whiskey. And we also have a super cool Facebook group under Spirit of Rock Podcast. Yay, is the right name. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it was finally... Yeah, not yeah, that we work up. off like a script or anything, shut but shut up. It, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and follow us individually, of course. We it. all have our own Instagram pages. We do. Amazingly, we Why all have our own Instagram pages. <laughs> <laughs> there may be a new account spawning and tonight. Take whiskey. <laughs> Listeners, just just search at plastic pants in Florida. Oh you're gonna find a new. You're gonna find a new. Wait a wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's a whole wait. fetish thing that's underground that none of us know about. Or yeah. at the chase back. We're not close enough to do the Heimlich on Ed, so we are watching his demise as we speak. I know what Ed is thinking right now. Ed is trying to say this wouldn't be the first fake yeah. we made. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Slocum's pussy is <laughs> She's still out there. <laughs> She's still out there. She's still out there. <laughs> So you can find me at the whiskey. <laughs> that is whiskey save the E. 
sailor. Where can they find you normally? I thought you just said whatever plastic underwear. I said normally. Where can they oh. find you? <laughs> oh, God. I think I'm going to lose all my followers after this show. Sailor is melting right now. She's literally <laughs> melting and laughing. I knew better than to wear makeup for this show. I am Sailor Retro, if you still want to follow me. <laughs> I think everybody's going to start blocking me. Instagram's going to be like, you've been blocked by 3,000 people in one day. <laughs> Oh, and they can find me as always at Bourbon Geek. Oh God, Lori, you want please don't here? find me. Okay, don't follow Lori or look for I'm her. A, I'm a stalker. public school teacher. Please do not follow me. Enough said. Shit. And so, hey, listeners, if you love us or even just like us, hopefully you still like us after this train wreck. Please hit that subscribe button and give us a review. It really does matter. And of course, tune in next week for another episode of Metal Rock and Whiskey. And fuck you, rubber underpants. <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> Later, everyone. Believe it or not, this podcast Bye. is edited by Ed Dersh, produced by me, Sailor Retro. Maybe you should take that right away from me. With research by Matt LaRusso. And. I need to go to the hospital now. <laughs> <laughs>